the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We heard a most amazing story today in the Gospel reading. In the Orthodox Study Bible, this short narrative is titled, A Paralyzed Servant is Healed. In the English Standard Version, it is titled, The Faith of a Centurion. I think this second title has more going for it. The story is only nine verses long. You'll also find it that it is told by St. Luke as well in chapter 7, verses 1 to 10. St. Luke provides us with different information regarding the event. For each inspired author tells us the information we need so that we may understand more fully the narrative that they have written. Within the nine verses of St. Matthew's narrative, there is lots of information packed in. Jesus returns to Capernaum, and it is as if the centurion had been watching, waiting for Jesus' return. The Bush Telegraph would have been working, letting everyone in the village know that Jesus was close to Capernaum. The centurion waylays Jesus as he enters Capernaum and appeals to him on behalf of his servant. This is unusual in four levels. The centurion is a Gentile, a pagan. He is a Roman, a member of the conquering force ruling over Israel. The servant is his social and military inferior. And a servant is there to serve. And when no longer needed, can be disposed of at the whim of the master. This story is countercultural to the norm of the society at that time. The centurion should be aggressive, arrogant, proud, dismissive, self-confident, commanding, as he is a member of the conquerors. He shows none of the above qualities, in fact, quite the opposite. The first word the centurion utters is Lord, an acknowledgement that Jesus is Lord. In fact, both times he speaks, he begins with Lord. Here we have a pagan, a conquering Roman, acknowledging Christ as Lord. He then immediately follows on, entreating Christ to heal his servant. He must have loved this particular servant very deeply, for he was risking public humiliation by begging publicly for the servant's life. He, a Roman soldier, on a street in Capernaum, before a crowd of Jews who are more likely to hate him than anything, comes and begs to an itinerant rabbi. He must have had a deep love and affection for this particular servant and displays great humility, compassion, and faith in his encounter with Christ. His humility and faith are revealed in his second response to Christ. Lord, 
I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. This humble response by the centurion is reflected in the second and eighth prayers for the preparation for Holy Communion, which we say before receiving the Holy Gifts. O Lord my God, I know that I am not sufficiently pleasing that you should come under the roof of the house of my soul, for it is entirely desolate and fallen in ruin, and you will not find in me a place worthy to lay your head. I am not worthy, Master and Lord, that you should enter under the roof of my soul. Yet inasmuch as you desire to live in me as the lover of mankind, I approach with boldness. When Jesus heard the centurion's response, St. Matthew tells us, he marveled. Other translations have, he was astonished, he was amazed. For as he told those around him, with no one in Israel have I found such faith. How astonishing is this? It is a pagan Roman conqueror who has such faith. And because of his faith in Christ, his servant is healed. So what are we to learn from this beautiful story? Jesus is Lord. That it is in humility that we approach Christ. We hear this continuously emphasized throughout Great Lent. In, the, in Psalm 50, we are told to have a humble and contrite heart. Compassion is essential, not arrogance and pride. It is in acts of compassion, self-giving, that we start to move in a Christward direction. One of the spiritual disciplines is almsgiving. And we are encouraged to give alms, but not to judge, to be loving, kind, and supportive to those around us. Christ never said to the centurion, sorry, you're a Roman heathen, I can't help you. Faith. How often do we go to God as a last resort rather than as a first resort? Christ tells us, if we have the faith of a mustard seed, we can move mountains. Today's gospel narrative illustrates this very well. The centurion had utter faith in Christ that his servant would be healed. I would encourage you all over this week to reflect and pray on today's gospel reading and ask the following question. Do I really have the faith of the centurion? And how can I grow more deeply in my faith in Christ? 
each of us will have a different answer. And each of us will need to respond in different ways so that we may grow more deeply in our faith, in our Lord and God and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Rejoice, O life-giving cross, unconquerable trophy of the true faith.